Hey, and welcome to episode 48 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics of the week. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you want to drop us an email, you can do so through sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Ollie, happy Monday! Happy Monday! <laughs> Wonk! <laughs> Winky be wink wonk. Wink. Wait, it's actually not Monday. It's yes. Sunday. We're lying. We're recording early because we're both pretty busy tomorrow. So yes. uh, here we are on a Sunday night doing Sunday night things. Yeah. Sunday night people. It's a Sunday night. It's chill. You know. Uh, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm alright. I've uh, had a busy week. Well, I say I've had a busy week. I've had quite a quiet week, in fact. But it just feels like it's been busy. Yeah. Um, a lot of gaming and stuff, but not much else going on. How about yourself? Yeah, I had a busy week of uh, work is ramping up socializing, bouldering, climbing, addiction. Oh, how's that going? Oh, how's it's good. It's good. It's really good. But... Have you reached any new heights? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it just appeals to the goopy gamer part of my brain. But, you know what else appeals to the goopy gamer part of my brain? Video games. Um, oh, yeah. And over these past two weeks, I've had the chance to play a couple of different games, actually, which is quite well, nice. Well, we could start off with, before we go into that, um, we could probably go through the agenda, yeah. and then we can go into what you've been playing, because yeah. it sounds like you've been playing quite a bit. So, the agenda this week is a, a pretty simple one, because we had the Nintendo Direct last week, which I'm sure we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, there was the NVIDIA leak, which was a little bit earlier on, because we've sort of skipped a week. Mm. Uh, there was the Mario movie casting, which oh, has apparently God. ignited the internet on fire. Oh, like, God. the internet is exploding. It's in a ball of flames. Uh, and then there was the ABK being sued again for labor violations, which we might not talk about too much. But um, essentially, I mean, well, we'll get to that when we get there. Yeah. Um, but Ollie, what have you been playing? Right. So, uh, last week, the... Uh... Toby Fox decided to release Deltarune Chapter 2, which was a very pleasant surprise. Uh, released it for free, so for everyone to download and play. So I played through all of that, and as expected, it was completely del- it was very delightful. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to the future chapters of that game, and it was just a lot. It's just, man, the writing and the charm in that game. It just appeals to me so much. Uh, it was a lot of fun to play. I mean, are you are you a fan of like Undertale and? Well, this this is the game. I keep going to start playing it, and I get like an hour or two into it, and then I just don't continue with it. Yeah. Wait, Undertale or Deltarune? This is Undertale, and understanding I absolutely love uh, Earthbound. Yes. So Undertale naturally should be a game I really enjoy. I've just never been able to get more than one or two hours into that game before I get like... I don't think I get bored of it. I think I just stop playing. Yeah? I mean, mean, that's fair. it's, It's genuinely an amazing game, and I love it, but... I just never really got very far in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's not hooking you, that's that's fair. But um, this, so this chapter two, is about f- it's about five hours long, depending on the things that you do. Um, obviously, I won't. Dis- I mean, I can go into spoilers because there's some really cool shit in this chapter. But um, it, I would h- highly recommend people to go play it. It's completely free. It's free on Switch. It's free on Steam. It's free on itch.io like just go download it and go play it both chapters um which is also cool because um you know this is toby fox's first time working with like a slightly bigger team so they've had more opportunities to like make add things to the game and do some cooler things which i like i like a lot uh like mix up the gameplay in more interesting ways um and they announced what's it toby fox and his team announced that they're going to release the chapters three to five all together in i think there's seven chapters of the game, is the plan. But uh, release chapters three to five all together in one package 
uh, with so, a like, price. super cheap, aren't they? Yeah, like, well, I mean, what chapters one and two are completely free. So yeah, like, but I mean, the, the the following chapters are going to be super cheap, aren't they? Oh yeah, is, probably. Is yeah, well, I didn't, I'm sure it'll be, it will be priced like a normal game. So, I mean, I that's what I imagine. So, chapters three to five will probably be like, you know, launch at maybe like 20 quid, 15 quid. I mean, Undertale came out at, what, 12 quid or something like that? But this was before Toby Fox was very well known. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. And that was a great game to, be, uh, to, to play. Uh, I played... We played Tetris Effect. Finally, we played we played t- some Tetris yes, Effect together. We did, and and I destroyed you. Let's move on to the next. Yeah. One. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just. Move, let's <laughs> I can't believe how good I am at Tetris. Yeah. I mean, wow. I, I so I learned this week that I'm nowhere near as good at Tetris as I thought, and I knew I wasn't great at it, but Ollie absolutely like folded me in half in that <laughs> game. Like, if I'm going to make a reference, you turn me into a piece of origami, which we'll put aside for the moment because that'll come to what I've been playing Ooh. later. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, like uh, Ollie destroyed me in Tetris, like absolutely annihilated me to the point where I was just like, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> this just feels like bullying now. <laughs> Cyberbullying, you know? It's, uh, G- I felt attacked. Yes. I felt attacked. GG's. Um, no, it's good yeah. that we got to play. Like, yeah, to, man. Yeah. The, the youth, youth has the power here. I have played a lot of Tetris, so I yeah, could tell. I mean, I've played a lot of it as well, but nowhere yeah. near as much as you. Yeah. It's like this: well, I'll never play you at Smash. Oh god! I, I, I know. It. I'll just be like, oh well, there goes my character. <laughs> People are like three, two, one, and game over. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, apart from Tetris Effect, I played uh, obviously the classic League of Legends. Um, I played a bit of Pico Park with some friends, um, which was quite Pico fun. Park. Pico Park. It's like a platf- It's like a. It's a very cheap platformer, but it's like a co-op platformer that's designed to kind of make you hate your friends. Oh. No, I noticed with the the, the little cat. Cat. Yeah, the little, little cat. The little pixel art cat thing. Yeah, yes, yeah. I saw this. This looks amazing. Yeah, you should. De- I would highely recommend you play this with some friends. Uh, oh, I'm gonna hate everyone that I play. Oh with. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah. one of those like. Like, being honest, we kind of had to stop playing because some of my friends were just getting way too angry at each other. And I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna head out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, you guys, like, I'm, he- I'm here for, like, dumb fun. Like, if everyone's trolling each other. But some people were just getting, like, way too frustrated. And I was like, oh, jeez. All right, okay, okay. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun before that started happening. But, um, yeah, I would highly recommend it. It's a really good co-op, uh, sort of, like, fun co-op game. It's very cheap, very accessible as well. So, yeah. Um, and I think oh I went to see Suicide Squad in the cinemas, actually the new one. Finally. Yeah, yeah, I went to see the, the new one. Why would it be the old one? Yeah, no, I went to go see the old one. I just <laughs> really like Will Smith. Yeah, I just it's, wanted, it's yeah. such a great, great. It's it's a really important movie. Like, yeah, exactly. And um, what do you think? God, that film, man. All right, I didn't like it. you know what? It's a it's a fun. It's a good film if you just turn your brain off, right? Yes, like, exactly. You turn your brain off. It's a great film. It's got some good moments. Um, I like. I really like Idris Elba's character. It's kind of like the straight man. But then I always like the person who plays it straight in terms of like comedy and stuff like that. He's just like, what the fuck is going on, kind of thing. Like they are always my favorite character. But um, I'm not sure how much I like Big Shark, dude. You know, he was irritating, wasn't he? He like, like you know, he felt, he felt like he was in there to be. Obviously, he was in there to be the comic relief, but. It's way too much. Yeah, way it's, too it's much. because it's it's like okay, if you compare him um, to like who's Dave Batista's character in Marvel, Drax, is that his name? Drax, yeah, yeah, Drax. Drax. Compared to Drax, the, the, the right. truth teller. Yeah, he can, never, he can never lie, or what? Not that he can never lie. Like he, 
He's literal. Yes. Like everything he says is literal. Yeah. Yes. So, so, so you compare it to Drax, right? Where Drax is clearly a character who is there for some comic relief, but he still has sort of like some backstory and some like things that you can take serious about him. And, you know, he's like more of a character than just like, herder, I am dumb. You know what I mean, right? Like, whereas like this shark character just seems like it's there. He's there to just be like the dumb character and make fun of the fact that he is dumb. Which I real, which you know, when I thought about it in that way, kind of like made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. It's just kind of like, oh, we're laughing at people who are just like, you know, stupid, and it's like, well, that's not really great, is it? Like, there's more to the, the, the I, I, like, that should, the, maybe if they characterized him a little bit more, it would have been better. And like the whole thing with like, you know, when he finds the friends in the fish tank, and then like they turn out to just like try and eat him. It's just like, why? Why did you need to throw in this really horribly depressing thing in there, which has no payoff at all? <laughs> you know? Like, it's just like, and then he was sad. It's like, great. Yeah, there, there was a lot of it where you just kind of get to the end of it and you're like, hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm not quite sure how I should react to this. Like, is this funny? Or is it funny because they're telling me it's funny? Exactly. Like, th- th- there was a lot of moments as well. Like, like all of the stuff with Harley, um, when she started to have her hallucinations and then come out of the hallucinations, I thought were brilliant. Oh, that like, was great. Yeah, that was... Those bits were amazing because it kind of... It asked the question to me, like, is she insane or is she on drugs or is she being manipulated? Like, what's going on? Like, what what is this story telling? And yeah. what she was doing is... Um, I've, I think I've used this um, comparison before. Uh, you know Pyrovision in Team Fortress 2? Yes, yes, yes. Like, he's not aware that he's seeing rainbows and stuff. That's just his his natural vision. Yes. Um, but he's actually burning people to death. And that's one of the questions that Suicide Squad kind of asks, like, is Harley Quinn even aware that she's a killer? Yeah. Like, I mean, she probably is, but I, I, I don't know how deep that, that that thing was 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 trying to go. Mm-hmm. Like, but it, I, I thought it was interesting, but I can totally understand that people going into it expecting, like, some kind of higher concept thing would be really disappointing because it yeah. was a bit, like, like, yeah, some parts didn't didn't work, did it? Like it felt like it was telling way too many stories at the same time as well. It's, the writing was just yeah. kind of all over the place, and it like, felt like it was being written by like six different teams that weren't connected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like the move it literally changes like the style of film. It goes from like comedy to like uh like what is it? Just like weird betrayal film, like like thriller kind of thing, and then just turns into a kaiju film at the end. It's like what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, yeah, the, the the bit where it become the, the became the kaiju fight, I was like, mm, yeah, I mean, don't know if it needed this. Exactly. But then again, the, the the I think the stakes all the way through the movie was was all about upping the stakes and getting bigger and bigger and bigger until it literally got bigger. Yeah, like you t- where it became a kaiju. Like, like you know, you turn your brain off. Like there's some great action scenes and some good stuff in there, and there's some funny, like genuinely funny moments in there. But it's just kind of like when you look at it all together and you kind of question it, you're like, why? Like what? Why? Why is all of the, all of the shit, you know, kind of is happening. Also, the dev- I won't lie, like, look, I'm someone who has a pretty high tolerance for violence and stuff like that, but like, it just feels like the violence is just kind of gratuitous for the sake of being gratuitous as well. It's like, which is, yeah, I guess, the, kind I mean, I of part of it. Like, you, but, you remember when I first mentioned it on the podcast after I came and seen it? I said like it was very uh, visceral. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, like extremely I mean, gory. Just, yeah, like, like there's just bits where like people are ripping people's lungs and stuff out, and you're like. Is this necessary? It actually draws a comparison. I don't know if you ever saw Scream 4. No, I didn't. So one thing about the Scream series, and this is why I I hold them in quite high regard, is that they're very good at taking the current level of horror movies and upping the stakes a little bit. Yeah. And being like, okay, so this is what horror is, and this is what horror could be. 
or might be moving towards. So uh, Scream 1, they kind of took the elements of all the, 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 the gritty kind of stabby films and made them more bloody and mm. a little bit more um, psychological. Like it became a psychological thriller, Scream 1 did. Yeah. Scream 2 kind of got the state, Scream 3 did a little bit more. But then Scream 4, the first major death scene, a girl is not just getting stabbed to death, she's having all of her like kidneys and stuff pulled out and all of her intestines ripped out. And I was like... Oh, that is not what the Scream series is. And then I realised that's because that's what horror movies have become now. Yeah. They're, they're a lot more shocking and visceral. And it's all about, like, the old grindhouse movies, like the mm. um, Cannibal Holocaust, for example, where yes. it was like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, for, for anyone listening, by the way, don't go and watch Cannibal Holocaust. It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's, this is it, right? I think I think it's always, like, maybe it's getting a little bit philosophical or whatever, but it's always a que- like the, the questioning of, like, why, what is this here to serve the purpose of? Like, is it, are they just making it excessively violent for just like haha it's fun or is it like you know like is the violence there to create an impact for the viewer to be like oh god this is horrifying but it feels like it's more of the first one and if it's the first one then it's kind of like a little bit over the top I'd say but you know whatever yeah like, oh, well, there you go. That's the su- so you saw the Suicide Squad this week. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but is, is that all that you've been playing and watching, or did you have others as well? Um, I think that's most of it. I feel like I've probably, again, as always, I've probably played some other video game that uh, I have not thought of. I was very close to buying Deathloop and just playing through it today, but uh, I did, I did not, sadly, did, did not get around to it. But um, yeah, what about you? Have you been playing? What you've been playing and what you've been watching? So, um, I've been what I've been playing. So I started The Witcher three for some reason. Um, now, now that I've got the ability to play it in four K, uh, I'm playing it in two K because it ch- chugs at four K. Oh, um, so I'm playing it on my nice big TV and enjoying it from the start in four K and in two K. Sorry, and I'm going to try and get to um, the the expansions because I've never actually got through the main game. Um, so I'm going to try and get through the main game as quickly as I can and then get to the expansions as well because they're the ones that I'm told are like award-winning. Award winning. Um, so going to do that. Uh, but I made a reference earlier about Origami and it's because I picked up the Origami King again. Uh, which Paper is Mario. The... Sorry? Paper Mario. Paper Mario Origami King, which is oh, the yeah. kind of average scoring uh, Paper Mario game on the Switch. And the, the, the reason I picked it up is because I got halfway through and then got super bored. Um, so I picked it back up and I've completed it now like I completed it yesterday it took me about a week to get through the second half of that game and immediately when I got into the second half I was like well the second half is really cool like it's really inventive the story is really cute like the characters are really cool but then it gets to this point where the padding just becomes so like in the way of the game like you'll get to a new section and instead of it being a section that takes five minutes it takes 30 minutes to get through and there's a no save mechanic added to it so if you get through it and fail and, and a lot of the stuff at this point becomes like um one shot kills oh god you get through it you die you have to go all the way back and start again and it, there's no like forgiving mechanic where it like puts you back at the start of that section it takes you back to the last save point that doesn't sound which... very much like a mario game <laughs> no it it, it it it's really odd because the game is quite easy mm. but then there's these weird different Difficulty spikes. Like some of the bosses are really difficult. Like so all the bosses are themed on different uh, stationary equipment. So you have got a stapler, uh, a hole punch, um, a compass. Like all these different things that, that have come to life and have been uh, brought to life by origami, which sounds a bit lame, but actually kind of works in the game's universe. Right. Okay. Because they're all things that are the enemies of paper, effectively. Yeah. Like a stapler is the enemy of paper. Um, 
And the first one is kind of... Oh, the, the last one is a pair of scissors, by the way, which which I nearly ate my controller. I got so angry in this fight. Because um, it has a one-shot mechanic where it will just suddenly jump in the air and then chop you in half and do do maximum damage to you, and that's game over. It's not like restart the fight. It's game over, and you have to go back two bosses. And oh. it, it just... For it, for for a company that's designed around accessibility and letting people really enjoy their games, it felt very odd that there was this weird difficulty spike in this game because to that point it'd been really easy and then suddenly it just got super hard. Mm. And it it wasn't hard that you could get better at by like leveling up or whatever. It was purely skill based hard. And I just I kept flubbing the 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 quick time events of which there were thousands. Um, and they do this thing on the final boss, and spoilers for the final boss of Origami King. It's not really a big spoiler, it's a minor spoiler. Um, but the, the the way that the game's combat system works is it's all circular. Um, it's like a series of concentric circles that you spin around and line up to make a series of arrows that you follow around. And you like follow a path through these arrows, and then you get to the attack that you want to do by going around this board, and the bosses like block the board or put things in the way. And the, the last boss is you doing like a sliding puzzle. But right. it's, it's so granular to the point where it's like, and it, it's like four massive chunks of color. So it's blinding you. And then in between all those four different colors, there's four different colors. So there's eight colors in total around this big circle. And you've got to like put it into back into like a picture. And it, it took me like 20 attempts because I was like, this is really difficult. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like me doing one of them little like mosaic sliding puzzles with like 28 pieces. Yeah. And and it was and while you're doing that, the boss is attacking you, and like there's gas coming in, and it's it it was just too yes. much. But I, I did I did complete it, and um I, I was offered the option to go back and 100% it, which I declined because I don't want to go through it again. Um, so I just looked at the 100% ending on YouTube, and it wasn't really worth it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because the normal ending is already cute enough, and that like it's quite sad. The ending is like it makes you kind of feel a bit emotional, which I enjoyed. Um. But overall, they need to go back through that game and sort out some of the difficulty spikes because uh, I, I remember out loud saying, I'm not having fun with this anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> so oh, that was God. fine. But, but it was Paper Mario, so I, I didn't know what I expected from that, but it definitely wasn't that. So I finished that. Yeah. Um, what else did I play? Playing Overwatch again. I'm, I'm ranking up still. Like I'm, I'm on a, a, a absolute smash hit rank how's, up. How's your Symmetra going? She's doing well, so I'm now I'm now jumping between Symmetra and Ash. So okay. I'm getting better with Ash as well. Um, but I don't know if you saw this week. Um, they announced yesterday, I think it was, that they're rebuilding Bastion and Sombra. Did okay. you see that for a So I didn't see Son Sombra. I saw Bastion because I saw a headline. Yeah, I saw a headline which was like they're removing Bastion's tank and self repair, and they gave him a hat. <laughs> yeah, they've also gave him a mortar and the ability to move while in sentry mode and a, a chain attack that chains enemies. What? So yeah, they've made up for it a bit. <laughs> okay, so he's not. So he's, it's, he's, not, it's not just he got a hat. Rebuild. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, not so... just he got a hat. Like he's got a whole new series of attacks. His um, recon mode, which is where he's not a sentry, uh, is now like a sniper. So it's long range damage. Oh, because okay. at, at the moment, if you use it long range, it's, it, it's got a big spread on it. But now there's no spread. Do you mean so just you, like the machine gun? Like when he's walking around. Yeah, his machine gun is now um, technically hit scan. I think is what it is. Okay, don't, so don't it, quote me because it might not be fully hit so, scan. So, so is it more? I guess it's it's more like a. Uh, I guess it's closer to like Ash's gun because Ash's gun is quite accurate yeah. over long ranges, right? Ash, yeah. Ash's is pick and click, but it takes there's there's like a half second yeah. travel time. I think. Oh, like, okay. I didn't even know Ash. Had I, a, I, yeah, I think I, I still can't work out Ash's sniping. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. I'm just like, okay, that gets some damage. I've never think. actually played because uh, they added Ash, and I stopped playing just before they added. Um, who's the tank who fly? Who's got like the balls? 
Not Wrecking Ball, the other one. Anku's got the balls. Or he's, I, I know he's got bare feet. And you mean Sigma? Sigma. I stopped playing before they added <laughs> but Sigma. Anku's got the ball. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, this is it. I don't even know what he does. So, like, this is it. I stopped, I stopped playing. I think the last champion they added was, like, what was... Actually, you know what? Here's, here's a trivia. What's the order of champions that they released? Because, like, who was first? The first champion who. added. Yeah, is it, no, is it like, you know, because there was the base characters, right? And then they released more characters as they went on. Who was the first character that they released? Like, um... Anna, right? Anna was... Oh, do you, oh sorry, I thought you meant, like, um, who was the first character to be announced, which was Reinhardt in Overwatch. Oh, no, 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 I mean, I mean, like, uh, like post-launch. So, like, you know, as th- through up patches, like, what were the characters they added? Oh, so, no, it was Anna. Anna was, the, Anna was the first one, I think, post-launch. Yeah. Uh, was that Anna? Or was it May? See, uh, I, get really I think, I think May because... was already in the game. Yeah, I guess you, you might have played is, during beta, right? So yeah, well, well, not just beta during alpha, and they added characters, and they actually they tested the marketing with us. Oh wow! So like they did they did the cinematics and stuff. It was like here's Diva. Because if I remember when when we were playing it, it was um, I think they released Roadhog, Junkrat, Diva, and May, mm. and then and then Genji because they. they Initially, Genji was Hanzo and Genji combined. Yeah. And they split it, They split him out and gave us Hanzo, and they said, we're working on Genji. They kept showing us him, but they didn't announce it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Like, you can test me on the order. Like, All right. I'm sure so, I, so, so uh, I mean, I've got the order up now. So this is a fun note. Maybe this is like our trip. This the, we're, we're pushing yeah, the trivia trivia. section let's go, let's go, let's go. really early. Okay, so let's go. So who was the first? Fir- so post Anna first. Anna was first. Yeah, Anna was, was first. first. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who was after that? I remember uh, this one. It was Sombra because of the yes. ARG. Yeah. That, that one because I worked on that ARG. That was me. Oh, shit. Nice. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the reason so... the internet hated everyone. Uh, <laughs> Sombra, and then after yeah. that, I want to say Orisa? Yes. It was Orisa? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was around... God, what year was it? Where are we now? Are we in like 2017? Is that where we are? Yes. That was 2017. March. Okay. 2nd so, of yeah, March. Yeah, I was going to say it was going to be early in 2017. I'm trying to get my head into where we are now. And then, then we went into summer and it was the slam down summer, which was Doomfist because there was yep. all the... We, again, we did the marketing for that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the characters now. Like, um, who was next? I know we did tank, DPS, then healer. So healer, tank, DPS, healer. So it would have been a healer. Who was next on healer? Not Brigitte. It would have been Moira. I would say Moira. Yep. yep. You got it. And then Brigitte came straight yep. after, like really soon after. Yeah. So this is um, this is where like... I stopped playing Overwatch. So the, so Brigitte was like just as Brigitte got launched. This is where I stopped playing. So this was like twenty twenty eighth of February, twenty eighteen. Apparently, or twentieth right, okay. of March. Sorry, twenty eighteen. I mean, I could, I could do the rest. Yeah, yeah, do the rest. No, no, do the rest. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm interested. Uh, do the rest. So now I'm torn between whether it's Wrecking Ball or Ash, but I think it was Wrecking Ball first. Yeah. Hammond came first. Yep. And then Ash. Yep. And then who have we got left? Who's left? I think it's we've got. What, what, what are we at now? So how, how many? What? How many numbers? Like how many heroes are we at? So that now? was twenty. So Ash is hero number twenty nine. Ash is 29, so we've got up to 32 heroes. Yes, you've got three more. And we, we, So what we've got left, we've got uh, Sigma, Baptiste, and Echo. So I think it was mm-hmm. Baptiste first. Yep, correct. And Echo was last, so Sigma was to have to be next. And then I think they announced the new hero, whose name I can't remember. It was like Sojo. Sojo, Sojo, Sojo on that one. Yeah. Wow, yeah, well, there you she, go. I don't dude. think she's out yet. Did no, get right? Not. Yeah, you got it perfect. That was perfect. 100% yeah. top marks. It's, you always think I worked on them. That was, yeah, it's obvious as if you worked on the marketing for the schedule. Yeah, yeah but, oh, it, it yeah, kind of got drilled into my head that that schedule did. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I have no idea. I like so I I know like Baptiste is a guy with like a machine gun grenade launcher, and he like uh he like makes it so people can't die. Is that right? 
it's got an invincible on. shield. So yes. if you if you think Demo Man from um, Team Fortress Two, yeah, but his grenades are heals. Oh, and okay. They sort of like do like explosive heals on the ground. So it's like, so like burst healing. Yeah, and he's yeah, also yeah. got like a little AOE heal he can use like every ten seconds or so, or eight oh, okay, seconds cool. or whatever. And then he has this thing called the invincibility shield, which he throws out into the field somewhere. It lands and makes a circle, and anyone standing inside of that can't can't die. Uh, enemies as well. No, just uh, just, just your team. Okay, well, enemy, but yeah. I'm get, assuming you can destroy the shield if you. Yeah, want you to can. Like, it's, it's super weak as well. Like it takes like three shots. Yeah, so, so it's, it's kind of like the Orissa uh, bongo drum. Thing, right? it, it, exactly the same in fact I, yeah. I, I would almost go as far to say that i think it's probably got the same hp yeah 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 um but yeah same thing yeah um, and, and then, obviously and... that ba baptiste is like meta changing because yeah you've got someone that can like throw an invincible shield on someone like a, a, a bastion mm. suddenly you've got yourself an invincible bastion which is yeah terrifying <laughs> that's cool man uh, yeah and then I, yeah. I yeah so i think i i know echo flies or something. She oh, and she, and steals she also ultimates. clones other heroes. Yeah, she steals ultimates. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, she's upset a lot of people. Echo yeah. has. She's she's very very powerful. Like so powerful. Um, I love playing Echo. So yeah. she's got um, sticky bombs, which she can fire long range, and they go infinitely. So they fire in a straight line, and they go until they hit something. Yeah. Uh, and they go in a like a, a barrage of three. So it's like boom, and they go out and float into the air, and then stick to whatever surface they land on. Oh, neat. Um, and then her left click is just a like a, a long range shot that's not hit scan; it travels, mm. uh, but it always travels in a straight line as well. Um, and then you press shift and she flies up into the air and flies around. She, she's got free flight for a bit. And if you hold space bar, she floats. So she'll like do what Mercy does where she sort of floats down lightly. That's good that there's like another verticality character. Cause yeah, you... to go alongside Farrah. Like, like Farrah yeah. and uh, Echo are quite commonly known as like Mercy's best mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they can all she... fly, right? Yeah. Yeah, and there was that meme that came out when Echo got revealed, like, uh, friendship ended with yeah, Farrah, yeah. new best friend is Echo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> killed me. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, Sigma is still the character, I just, I just have no idea what he does. I know he's a tank, but I, have, I know he, he probably makes shields or something. I have no fucking idea what he does. Sigma, he pushes a shield out in front of him, which okay. is quite weak. It's it's more of like a very... It, it's, it sort of lines up with how D.Va's defense matrix is very limited, right. but... If you use it at the right time, it's destructive and, and really mental. So he's more of an off-tank, I would say, Sigma is, but he's also got D.Va's defense matrix. Mm. So one of his, I think his right-click, might be his right-click or maybe his E, um, he holds a ball in front of him that absorbs anything being fired at it, but it's got a very short cone. Okay, cool. It's, it's not as big as D.Va's cone, because D.Va's cone's quite big on the defense matrix, but Sigma's is quite small. Yeah. Uh, and then he has an ult, which I used to think was really useless, but I thought the same thing about Zarya's ult until I understood how so, yeah. movement restriction works. So Sigma has this thing where he makes a big circle on the ground, and he flies around in the air while he's doing it. Mm -hmm. And he lifts everyone up in the air and slams them down and does, I want to say, like 200 damage or 150 damage to everyone that gets slammed. It says here 50% of their max HP. Oh, well, there we go then. Okay, so I'm wrong on the yeah, health. But it, it always tends to take people down to like super low health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I rarely survive that all. <laughs> yeah. So basically, if you're less than half HP, you're dead. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, it's not so. It's not dependent on. So it's not fifty percent of your remaining health. It's fifty percent of your total. Yeah, health. of your max. Yeah. So it, well, that's what it, it says. Well. It says when it lifts you into the air, it does fifty damage, and then when you slam back down, it does fifty percent of your max. Yeah. Damage. Okay, that makes sense because it definitely does. 
it, it does kill people. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. It kill people. But it's the same as Zarya's ult. Like, I never used to understand... Until I saw that Blizzard kind of went a bit crazy with uh, CC, mm. I thought Zarya's ult was useless until I realized that grouping people up for, like, a second to focus on them is deadly. Oh, it's deadly. nuts. It's nuts. I, I didn't know that. Like, like any, I, th I think with any kind of, like, team game... Like, I'm getting a bit meta here, but, like, you know, like MOBA, in MOBAs generally... Uh, or like team-based games kind of like this like anything that allows you to displace your opponents or like clump them together is always going to be like super yep. fucking strong well here you go little uh, little insider information here and again don't care because i don't work there anymore yeah. but uh, zarya's original ult was that ball with mm. a range of like probably four or five times the range that it's got but it also destroyed scenery around it oh yeah, so originally Overwatch had destructible scenery, but oh, cool. it was only early testing. I remember they, they showed us a version of it where it was working with... And it was in... I think it was in the StarCraft Two engine, and, and everyone was a Marine, and everyone shot Reinhardt hammers for gun... Out of their guns, the bullets were Reinhardt hammers. That's fucking great. And one of the things we saw was this massive, like, Zerg structure, and Zarya fired her grenade at it and, like, took a chunk out of it. Oh. But no no one else could take a chunk out of it. Like, it was only that grenade that did it. And that was one of the original early concepts for Zarya's ult. Huh, okay, there was actually cool. a lot of stuff that, that went into early development of that game that hasn't ever shone to the light of day yeah. in, in the game. Oh, that's Some cool, really interesting man. stuff in there, though. Yeah. Like, we got to play the original Hanzo Genji. Yeah. And he was horrifying. <laughs> well, I can... Well, I, well, okay, so was it literally, like, the combination of those two characters? Yeah, it was, so, like, it was both heroes together. A, a guy with a bow... But then also has like Genji's dash, like shift. So yeah, he, like he had dash. he had the move the, the movement stuff. So he had the double yeah. jump and the dash. Yeah. Uh, he had a sword that he would uh, use as one ability, and then the other ability was his bow. I can't remember if he had the shurikens or not. I don't think he did. Yeah, I can. Im I imagine that he probably didn't need them, right? Like, yeah. No, but I I remember. I mean, some of the early character concepts were crazy. Like May's early concept was ridiculous. Oh my god. She could build the wall infinitely, like so. Indeed. She could just keep shooting, and walls would appear everywhere. And it was like, okay, this is really broken. Oh my god! Like she could just build like a map. She could build yeah. like, a Mario level in front. of I her. mean, that sounds kind of cool. But yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Like I remember one of us that. So I've got two recordings. I probably should find these actually. I wonder if I'd probably have to check if they're allowed to even be I mean, revealed. But I mean, I recorded, probably not. Like... Probably not. But I recorded one video of a friend jumping through the air with junk wrap when he had his unlimited grenade. So you know his like his yeah. mine, his yeah. mine that he throws down. You used to be able to throw it in the air infinitely. So oh, you throw okay. it, blow it, throw it, blow it. And he, there's this video of him just like flying through the air in the distance of yeah, Sky. Yeah. Because he, he used it to go out and have a look what was at the edge of the map. Yeah. And he was just up there like telling us, and we were like, "Do you want to come back?" And he's like, "That looks fun." And then the other one was this this guy using May to do a full lap around the outskirts of what map was he doing it on? Numbani. Oh wow! So he went out into the bit where you can fall off and did like a full lap of walls, and like people were, like running around on these walls. It was it was great, but that that's sounds that was awesome. good times. I, I feel really like off you can, on one here. <laughs> you can probably you can I mean you can probably re replicate some of that using the workshop feature in Overwatch now, right? You can you yeah. can you can replicate most of it now because you can take the cooldowns off and allow them to be replicated. Yeah, they, they do reach a limit on a lot of computers though, where you can't display that many pixels anymore. Uh, not pixels, or just like NCs um, and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. You reach like a limit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where where the CPU just explodes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, there's too much going on here. Yeah, well, is, 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 I'm assuming really it, is it a hard limit set by the game? Isn't the game will be like I'm not render, I'm I'm stopping you from being able to make any more. No, I th I think it will go until it can't render it anymore. But it's not a high limit. Like, okay. I remember they they did some tests with like a hundred divas and stuff and a hundred uh, tracers where they kept using abilities over and over and over again until until the computers just blew up. Oh my like, god. 
And it's it's not a high limit because the, the graphical processing that game is doing is quite intense. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. I mean yeah. over yeah. Uh, there's some really good GDT talks about the tech behind Overwatch. Yeah. Which and it's cool. still to this day like a, a feat of engineering. Like I was talking with some friends recently and we're saying how like Overwatch is no longer relevant as is Blizzard. Like Blizzard is no longer relevant or whatever. Um, but I'm still arguing that Overwatch is still a while it may not be relevant in culture, I think it's still relevant in terms of tech. Yeah, because I'm Overwatch sure. tech is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all the all the stuff to do with the engine and the ECS stuff they were doing. I, like, I'm becoming a dev. I'm nerding out as a dev. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's kind of set the bar uh, for a lot of like modern games that are coming out now, um, which is really cool. But yeah, uh, there's some really great GDC talks on that stuff. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen quite a few of them, and and it was I was sad to hear as well that Sunny uh, left last week. Oh really? Um, yeah, he was the guy. So he's actually the guy that sat at the desk with him. You remember I told you the story about how we um, uh, tried to convince them to give us Genji, the, the yes. space ninja. Yes. He's the guy that I sat and talked to. It was him. Oh wow! So I was. Just, he came to the the European offices, and we sat in this boardroom just chatting. And I was like, okay, so here's all the feedback I've got from the EU agents, and I ignored most of it. And just went, Genji, I would like this one. Please, oh please God. give us this hero. Yeah, and he was laughing. He was like, "Everyone wants a space ninja." And I was like, "Because ninjas are cool." Yeah, really regret that now. It's my fault. I'm sorry. You added Genji to Overwatch. Well, I convinced them to go with Genji because they were going to stick with Hanzo Genji. Clark, you are now cancelled. Uh, you are now cancelled forever. Anyway, what else have we been playing this week? So, done me Overwatch. We're playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm. Um, God, what else have I been playing? Uh, oh, oh, actually, I need to. So, I tried out the new Xbox Game Pass. Um, I'm I'm saying this really slowly because I'm loading up my Game Pass now to try and find out the name. I think it's called Sable. Oh yeah, I've heard. Uh, I watched a video of some people playing Sable, and I heard some stuff about some other. Some of my other friends have been talking about it. Um, yeah, the art style looks really cool. I really like the weird yeah. like animation of the yeah. characters where they go where they like have like weird f like stop frames. I guess yeah. really not didn't land on me at all. You know, fan. I, really, I really wanted to love it because it looks like a, like Journey Plus. Yeah, basically. But when you play it, it's Journey minus minus. Oh, like no. it's. I don't know what they've done with the art style because it's 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 got this like super low like fifteen frames thing going on. And yeah. It just irritates me. Like it feels like it could be smooth and it's not smooth. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a purposeful thing to make it not look smooth. I'm of kind course. of into it, but yeah. But... Mm, didn't didn't land on me, but also it, it was quite slow and it was a bit too mystical. Oh, it's okay. all weird. But I was like, okay, all right, you're being a bit up yourself, game. Calm down a bit. Yeah, like, give fair. me something. And I, it didn't it didn't land on me. But I tried Sable. Um, what else did I try this week? Uh, obviously did the Artful Escape, but that's game of the year. Yeah, alongside Death Door. Uh, played a bit more Sunset Overdrive. That game is just fun. It's yep. great. And I also tried out a new game on Game Pass called Flynn, Son of. Oh. I know what I need to talk about, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, so I played Flynn, Son of Crimson, which was a 2D uh, side-scroller, very similar to Celeste, oh, just cool. a lot easier. Okay. Uh, worth trying out. It's free on Game Pass. Give it a go. You might hate it. You might love it. It, it takes like two minutes to download. It's, it's, it's great. Like yeah. I, I thought it was fun. It was enjoyable. It was simple. It, it reminds me of classic platformers. Mm. So I was good with that. So give that a try. But... After what we've been playing, what we've been watching, I've also been watching more of uh, Nine Perfect Strangers on Amazon. I don't know what to say about this because I don't know if I love it or hate it, but I'm really enjoying it. I haven't seen it. I just heard it's really sad. It is sad. It's quite depressing. Um, so Nine Perfect Strangers is a group of moderately well-known celebrities. Uh, it's got Melinda McCarthy. I think is it, is it Melinda McCarthy. Is that her name? No idea. What's her name? Um, the 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 lovely Nine Perfect Strangers. Let me find out the cast. Hang on. I'm also Googling. Melissa McCarthy. Sorry, my apologies. 
uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Nicole Kidman, Michael Shannon, um, Manny Jacinto, who is uh, Jason from uh, The Good Place, and a few of the people who are like celebrities that you recognize. Um, and it's a bunch of people who've turned up to a, like a healthy retreat, like a, a really expensive, wanky, in the mountains health retreat where they all get put on drugs and uh, try to like enlighten themselves. And it's really interesting. Like it's a really cool story. Um, the characters are all great. Like everyone's a bit unnerving, and it's a bit upsetting to watch. Ooh. But I'm quite enjoying it. Like it's, it's. If you ever you saw the OA, do you remember the OA? Uh, no. Okay, it's it's got similar vibes to that, where it's like the whole thing is a mystery, but it's not like a supernatural mystery. It's more of just a, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. I, I'm yeah. more into that than like the mystical elements of things. But then the OA does turn out to be supernatural, so. Okay, well. <laughs> All the way through, it's like suggested it's supernatural, and it does turn out to be a little bit like, oh, a bit magical. Okay. Right, okay. Whether it ends with magic, I'm not going to say, but it, it goes in that direction. Like, yeah. Which, which is pretty obvious from the start. Um... But yeah, so Nine Perfect Strangers is the TV show I've been watching. But as we've talked about all that kind of stuff for way too long, let's talk about yes. the Nintendo Direct. Right. So, so, what do you think? Well, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Moving on. So no, no, no. But like, I mean, yeah. Like, so what the the big announcements were to me were. Um, Okay. Also, just a disclaimer: I didn't actually watch the direct. I I skipped. I unfortunately missed it. But um, do them in order. I just I've got things. the full list here. Like, yeah, I've go on then. I know the fir- the first thing they showed was Monster Hunter, right? Yeah, Monster Hunter Sunbreak. I think it was. Yeah, Sunbreak, yeah Sunbreak. Yeah, DLC for Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, great. Cool. Like, yeah, can't yeah. Argue with that. Exactly. More of that game because I know that game is really. <laughs> was really popular right the next one was just like it, it was leaked just before the direct like literally hours before the direct and it leaked yeah <laughs> I, I thought it was a joke when it leaked because i was like no it can't be this it's was kirby that? in the last of us <laughs> <Wait. laughs> which is not actually what it was it's called yeah. um kirby forgotten land i think it is yeah kirby forgotten land. is this which so, I thought so, looked so, really cool so it's just a new kirby game yeah, but not in the same style, like because Kirby's usually two D, very simple platformers. This is a three D open world Mario Odyssey style game. Oh, which is I think pretty I sick. This. You need to watch the trailer for this. Like, all right, I'm gonna go very, back. very cool. Gonna very, go, very cool. I'm gonna go watch the trailer for it now. But as you, you can ah, keep this talking, this is an exciting podcast, man. Well, if uh, I mean, you could watch the trailer, and then we could cut this bit, and like you're gonna cut the other bit as well. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll catch back up at the end of the trailer. Okay, okay. So, wait. so you watch the trailer, and we'll, we'll just put just pause it for a minute if you want to. How many? I mean, I'll keep the recording on. Yeah. Oh, we can hear you reacting to the trailer. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, you'll hear People the trailer like in the background, though. That's okay. That's fine. It's quite a long trailer, though. I think. All right, I'm adjusting the volume. Okay. So. Wow, this really does look like it in The Last of yeah, Us. Like, uh, I'm not joking, it's The Last of Us. Yeah, it's literally The Last but this, of Us. This is why people thought it was a fake uh, leak, because yeah. it was like, why is Kirby in, the, in this post-apocalyptic world? I don't know, I'm getting but... like weird like overgrown Delfino Plaza vibes. You know yep, I mean? very much. I, I was thinking Delfino Plaza or somewhere from Splatoon. Yeah. Like it looked like the Splatoon cities. Um, but it does look, it looks interesting. Like It looks easy, um, but it's taking the, the Kirby mechanic of... So a lot of Kirby games, you can just fly up in the air and float over the whole level if you want to. Yeah. Like, that if you really want to, you can go through every level and do that, but it's more about solving the levels using the individual powers. Mm. Be, oh, excuse me. I'd be interested to see how they take that mechanic and use it in a open world kind of 
Yeah. Do, it looks like it's going to be like little like puzzle boxes. I don't. Has there ever been a like Kirby th a 3D Kirby game before? Not a 3D open world one. There, there, there was uh, like the I think it's called Dream Course, where he's like rolling around in like a isometric. Two oh yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. I remember that. Yeah. And I think there have been a couple where he occasionally does like step into 3D for a minute or two. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, don't quote me because I've not played them all. But I don't think they've ever gone full 3D. I think the biggest change of form was when they went into Epic Yarn. Yes. And they did all that stuff, which looks amazing. And by the way, the music for those games is is stunning. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I remember playing um was it Crystal Shards? Kirby and the Crystal Shards on N sixty four. Yes, that is a Kirby game. Yeah, yeah, the three D the three it was like two point five D. But yeah. That was quite fun. Yeah. Oh, this it's, looks it's cool though. Game. This looks really cool it, though. It does also, and I'm not a massive fan of Kirby, but I'm like, I might buy that. Yeah man. <laughs> it, it looks like I'm gonna enjoy it just enough to give me that like chill feeling. Yeah. Oh my god. Enjoy it. The Katamari Damashi like hat. <laughs> oh my god. It looks great. Yeah man. Uh, that's a big gorilla. So there was that one. And then the next announcement was the one that we're probably going to talk the most about, I think, which was the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. Yeah, what is this? I heard people talking uh. about DLC for uh, <laughs> DLC for, for Switch. What, what's yeah. Switch Online? What the fuck is this? This gave me a bit of an eye roll. Okay. So uh, they've announced that they're adding Nintendo 64 and Genesis games, or Mega Drive for the people that aren't from the US. Uh, Mega Drive is what it's called in, in Europe, and I think it's Europe and the UK is what it was called, right. and then Genesis in America. Um, these are like Sonic the Hedgehog and those kind of games. Uh, they're being added to the Switch Online service, which is pretty much what we all thought was coming anyway. Like We all kind of guessed that. Yeah. Um, we're already paying for a service that we're not really getting anything for, because Nintendo Switch Online, you're effectively paying for the ability to use peer-to-peer, -peer, which isn't great. Yeah. Like, that's not really a good thing, It's but, but whatever. And... Um, the SNES games were the things that were kind of selling the service. So adding N64 seemed like a no-brainer, but they're adding it as a bolt-on, so you have to pay more for it. Okay. Uh, so this is for N64 games and for Genesis games, and they've announced that... Um... Sorry, I'm trying not to yawn. Like I'm... I've had a very busy day, so I've also been to the gym. Sorry, man. Um, but the first games launching are Mario Kart 64, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Star Fox 64, Mario Tennis, Operation Winback... Um... I can't remember one. Some Japanese game, but I can't read the title. Yoshi's Story, Super Mario 64, and Doctor Mario 64, uh, and I think Banjo Kazooie was also announced as well. Which is, I mean, they're their biggest hitters. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, they are big hitting titles, and I don't think Banjo Kazooie is coming straight away. I think it might be coming like a few weeks later. Mm. But still, Banjo Kazooie, Mario 64, Mario Kart 64 are, and and you were playing Yoshi's Story recently as well, which yes. you loved. Your favorite game, uh, yes. not a game of the year. What a great game! Fantastic. And then, and then Ocarina of Time as well. Mm. Like, these are big games, but th asking me to pay more for these games? No, go So away, what Nintendo. is the price difference? So right We don't know yet. Okay. They haven't announced the price. But they're going to tell us in a few weeks. <sighs> but yeah. Typical Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But And they've also announced uh, unique controllers that you can only buy if you're subscribed to Nintendo Switch Online. What? So there's a wireless N64 controller and a wireless Genesis controller as well. Which is cool, but I don't need them. I don't need those controllers for the small amount of use they're going to get. Yeah. Um, but essentially, these are not up upscaled versions of the games either. These are just the ROMs. Yeah, they're literally just they're emulated versions of them, right? For yeah, Switch. and the only thing they're going to be adding, they've mentioned, is save states. 
um, which is which is great for emulation because I mean I watched a friend play through Ghouls and Ghosts recently and he did it entirely using save states and it, it was really enjoyable to watch because he wasn't going back to the start of the game and starting over. Yeah, he was yeah. just going ah oh, fucked up here and went go back a few seconds then starting again, which is great. Well, that's uh, um, I mean that's a much more accessible and arguably fun way to play a game like that because you know any way to play it to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd just be a masochistic. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, you're, it's literally old school video game masochism. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You're, you're taking the concept of using quarters and, and extra lives and stuff, and just making it a bit easier to to not have all the loading screens and stuff and all the the the, the rewalking. But so that was one part. I don't know what you think about this N64 bolt-on service. Like, what do you think? I don't know, man. Like for me, it's like with emulation, like they're so it's so easy to just do on PC, right? Like I guess, oh. I guess, I guess, okay. You know, in order to do it legally, and also that it's on your Switch, so you can do it mob, like you can, you know, do it mobile as well. I think that's pretty cool. I think if the library is there, maybe it's worth paying for. But honestly, like if it's like a lot more than what it currently is, like Nintendo Switch Online, like I really don't think it's worth it. I just hope that Nintendo don't have a competing console coming out soon that could emulate things flawlessly without any problems at all and really easily. Yeah. Like some, some kind of deck. Some kind of like handheld, yeah. you know. Yeah, I just hope that's like not coming out. Cause... Computer thing. But, you know, I mean, well, you know. Yeah. If, if I'm fully honest, emulation is so accessible and so easy to do and, and probably easier to do than this. Yeah. I don't blame people for carrying... I mean, I'm going to emulate for the rest of my life. Yeah, like of course. I've got all the emulators and all the ROMs. Why would I... Why would I pay for that like yeah the thing is as well it's not like i'm doing it illegally because i own all these games i've got a box with i mean there's probably a few that i don't own still but like the ones that i play like blast court mario 64 mario kart and and zelda and stuff i've got those in a box upstairs yeah i've still got my n64 in a box upstairs it's just better to play it on my big screen with my controller and so it's just easier to play so you just said the words blast court now i want to go play blast court why have they not remade that oh man in the era of remakes, that to me is a is a like I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna sound like a teenager. It's a banging uh, IP. That and Viva <laughs> Pinata, rare. Get those games back out. We need them. Mm. Like, rare. If you're listening, I know you are. Get Blast those back Core, out. Core is is pretty banging, man. It's oh, a bang. that game. The soundtrack. How that has well. not been replicated though? Yeah. Like, I mean, the closest thing I can think to that is like Rampage, and it's nowhere near what no. that game was. But you know, Rampage where you're smashing the buildings up in 2D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Bla- a... Blast Core was basically a puzzle game. It was a puzzle yeah. game in like a weird, like destruction. Dude, it got so hard. Like Blast Core got so fucking really hard. Really hard. Right and there. that 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 big red lorry with the noose yeah. on it. Oh my that became like part of my dream. Like, yeah. Ugh. Dude, also yeah, just stress. It's so stressful. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of want to play it. I want, I want to give I'm, it a I'm shot. Probably, I'm, I'm actually going to pop up my emulation a bit and play it on my big screen. Yeah, I want, I want, I want, I want to see like because I, I, I remember playing it when I was young and then being like, dude, this game is fucking impossible. But now like I want to see like going back and playing it and trying it out. I just remember the fucking what's the vehicle where you have to like drift. And you have to That's hit what, stuff with the back. Sorry, you're talking about sorry, sorry, Fuck. I know exactly that what you're talking shit. about. Fuck that vehicle. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. That vehicle can go. Like, it was the worst. It was because genuinely you, you had, the worst. It was man. like you, you had the big punching robot that could smash everything, which was really fun. Yeah. You had, you had that one that had the things that popped out the side of it that could just smash anything. Yeah, that was sick. That was great. Yeah, and then, then you had the. There was like a, like a really heavy. Um, God, what's it called? 
like a juggernaut that could just smash through everything as well. It was really, yeah, you had the, they had the flipping, the thing that did like acrobatics, like the mechs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then you yeah. had that, that truck that you're talking about, the sides, the, no, maybe not the sides, maybe it was called the... Backlash? The bulldozer or backlash? Backlash, or yeah, because like yeah. it, it was basically a, ba- a like, you know, like a big backloader. And the it way that a bulldozer. you had to... oh. with a with a with a like a Tonka truck thing on the back of it. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, so the only way you could destroy buildings was you had to like drift into them and then hit it with the yeah. back of the vehicle. Yeah. But it was so difficult to do that. Like it was like the most technically demanding vehicle, I would say, because you actually had to like plan ahead and like drift and make sure you had enough space to like do the turning arc. Like, oh my god, it was so hard, like, as a kid, to, like, use that vehicle. You know, it's not like the bulldozer where you just, like, hold A, just drive through things, <laughs> you know? But, oh. Yeah, it was great. Um, it'd be good to, um, I'm hoping that pops up on the service quite quick as well. That, that might convince me to subscribe, but I'm definitely not going to subscribe right now. I, I yeah, do not care enough about emulation. Either. Paying for emulation, I should say. Oh, man, I'm um, next up, Splatoon 3, and I'm making a three shape with my buddy, because oh, that's what yeah. the guy did. Splatoon 3. <laughs> So we we got to meet uh, one of the squid uh, researchers who turned up on screen telling us all about Splatoon 3. Looks amazing. Um, it, it looks like what they've done with Overwatch 2, which is where they've they've kept the the game almost the same, but they've just made some big tweaks. Yeah. Uh, like like there's a mech in it now that's like a yeah. Um, they've added vehicles. Droid. Yeah, they've added like vehicles. Yeah. Like it turns into like a, yeah. a ball, right? And then like yeah, Droidecadroid, like yeah, from yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Things. Don't know why that noise makes any sense, but um, you know, I'm doing the action to my hands. Also, there seems hand. to be like a weird mode where you can kind of like stretch Armstrong and like use. It's kind of like a grappling. Like you just literally yeah, like arms. Hook. Yeah, the arm. Yeah, literally yeah. arms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, which I'm surprised that we got. Didn't we? We got through this direct and we didn't get another arms announcement. I, I sort I of thought arms was coming again. I don't think arms did very well. It didn't do terribly. Really. Apparently uh, it hit the mark. It just didn't do great. I don't. I don't think it's like it's it. it but it didn't reach the heights of like other Nintendo IPs, right? I'm a character in Smash. Pardon? That it is true. Min Min is in Smash, but that's that's what I mean. Like I think Min Min being in Smash is more popular than Arms. Yeah, fair. I'll give you that. You I, know what I, I just mean? Miss, I, I miss how fun that game was. Yeah, like the character designs and the idea were like great. It's just I don't it think they're cool. I don't think the core gameplay was enough for people to like, no, pick up and get into. It, it was heavily motion controlled as yeah, well. Yeah, that's you know, the problem, right? That, like, people either love it or they hate it, and I don't like motion controls, but I loved arms. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that game. I, even the music was just oh, the music was great. Yeah, dude, everything about it, like the art, the music, the characters, everything is great. It's just literally the core gameplay wasn't enough to like no. carry it. I think, unfortunately. But, but I mean, so I mean, we could talk about arms even though it wasn't announced. Um, yeah, but yeah. we talk about Splatoon three, um, which is interesting. Like, mm. I'm looking forward to Splatoon three. We played a lot of Splatoon two. It was great fun. Yeah. Um. So more of Splatoon three is going to be great. Like if that gets rebooted again, and we all get to play it again. That'll be fantastic. Yeah. Um. So excited for that. And then after that was Bayonetta three, which I still um... haven't. What? Okay. You know. But don't don't watch it now. Like we can talk about it's Bayonetta on, three. It's next just week. on my list. It's just you know, it's one of those games where it's like eternally on my list of like I should yeah. probably go play Bayonetta one and two and three. Yeah. Um, no, so you've not played Bayonetta two, uh, Bayonetta one or two. So, but you played Devil May Cry. Uh, yes, but I was very young when I played Devil May Cry. It's they're not too far apart. Like they're, yeah. they're very similar games. Uh, Bayonetta just has this whole hyper camp element to it, which is fucking fantastic. Oh yeah, um, like stylistically, which... yeah. Yeah, she's also like a, she's she's like a, a gay icon. Yes, and yeah. and you, you within the first thirty seconds of the game, you'll see why. 
Okay. Like it, it's it's good. I I don't know if it's aged well. Um, but for the time it was great. I remember loving it. I've got it on my Switch as well. I mean, it's a I've platinum game, too, right? which is not played. It is a platinum game. Yeah. So and it's it's absolutely in the middle of what platinum are. Yes. Right? It's it's there. Um, so yeah, there was Bayonetta 3, uh, which is great. That surprised everyone because we finally got the announcement. And the way they did the announcement as well was really clever. It was like, the only reason we worked out that it was Bayonetta 3 was by the font. Mm. Uh, and then obviously Bayonetta turns up halfway through and we're like, yes! Yeah. Uh, so then the headlines, which are the kind of the secondary announcements, there was uh, Mario Party Superstars, yep. which looks like it should have been DLC for Mario Party. Yep, but still, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> It's so frustrating, though, because if they just combine those two games, that's a great game. I'm down. But now they've got one really below-average game and then one average game. I'm a big Nintendo shell. Yeah, I'll, I think everyone I'll is. Give, I'll give them my money, man. I'm, I'm not interested, but it did look cool. Um, but the next one was one that really surprised me, because I've got a friend that works at Square Enix, and she was convincing me that I would love this, and I was like, it looks boring. Uh, but it's called... Um, God, what was it called? Uh, Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars is the name of the game. Did you that see this? That is the most video game-ass video game name I've ever heard. No, uh, I didn't see uh, this. There's a free demo on PS4, Steam, and Switch. Voice I of Cards. I highly recommend you download this demo this? and try it Voice out. Voice of Cards, Voice of Cards, Isle Dragon Roars. Oh. I would highly recommend you try this demo out, because if you like RPGs, which I do, and you like JRPGs, which I do, and you like games like Bastion, which I also like, and you like, um, God, it's, it's it's such an amalgamation of so many games. So, looks neat. I'm looking at a video, like a video of it now. It's also by the person that made Nia. Oh, uh, the story writer of Nia. Oh, okay. There you go. That's... You see, got you now. So you had to say, man. And 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 it comes out next month, and it's twenty five pounds. Okay. So to me. This is a must-buy. Like, I played the demo. I was like, yep, love this. This is great. Um, it's really chill. So th th what it actually gives you the feeling of, it feels like I'm sitting playing a game of D&D &D with my friends. Mm. It feels like I'm sitting at a table, because you are literally sitting at a table in the game playing cards. Yeah. Um, the, the cards are laid out in a map, and you navigate through the cards as a map, like flipping them over to reveal what you're looking at. Yeah. Um, the combat is all card-based as well. Like, it's, all, it's entirely card-based, but it, and it, it, the whole game is narrated by one voice. Yeah. So like even the characters are voiced by the same guy. Oh, okay. But cool. It's done so well. This game looks and yeah. This game looks super neat. I'll check it out. It's it's such a great thing, and it's one of those things where Square Enix do this every now and again, where they'll just release these little side RPGs. Yeah. And and you're like, yeah, whatever. Like they did this thing called I Am Setsuna, which was fine. Yeah, I remember. Um, was, yeah, I remember I Am Setsuna. Yeah. There was another one as well, but I can't remember what it was called. And I played half of it, but I never really got. It. I think it was called like Lost odyssey or something i got about halfway through it and didn't like it. it may not be lost odyssey it might be something else that i'm talking about but got halfway through it was just another generic square Enix rpg this just looks like it's got something a little bit different to it which which is interesting to me so i would check i would check out the demo if you if you do and i'll be interested to hear what you think about the demo next week all right yeah i'll give it a shot yeah, try. There's is, a demo on, is, like it, is it on Steam? is it on um switch yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. switch steam and uh ps4 cool yeah demo. check it out well worth it. It's a, it's it's not even a gigabyte download. I don't think. It's, I think it's like five hundred meg download. The demo is. I might be wrong, but give it a try. Yeah. Um. So then after that was the Hyrule Warriors two DLC, which is fine. I don't think anyone really cares about that. Yeah. Uh, that's a game that didn't really do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Then there was kind of a cool one. So this is a, a reference to my PlayStation era, and it was Chocobo Racing. Um. 
GP, I think it was called. Yeah, Chocobo GP. Yeah, Chocobo GP. I played a ton of Chocobo Racing on PlayStation 4. Like, I loved that game. It, that was my Mario Kart. Yeah. I was insistent that was going to be the next big Mario Kart, which it wasn't. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's quite telling. I've never heard of this. I know it's a yeah, final. It's fine, I, know, and... I know Chocobos are the Final Fantasy things. But yeah, like, you also yeah. won't ever hear of this again because it it looked like it was running at about 20 FPS. Oh boy. Um, it looked fine. It's it's going to land. People are going to buy it, and then it's going to be forgotten. Like it's going to pop up and then disappear. Yeah, it looks like like Final Fantasy Mario Kart. It is exactly what it is. It's Final Fantasy. It's got all the characters from all the different Final Fantasy games. Like you've got Vivi, Squall, Renoa, all those characters. They're all in there. Right. Okay. Um, the only interesting part is it does something that Mario Kart Double Dash does, which you've not seen in other Mario Kart games, which is where the characters have individual abilities. Right. Okay. Which I like. I like that setup in in Double Dash, which I still think they need to remake. Yeah, Double um, Dash was so good. It was superb. It was yeah. it was such a fun game. Um, I actually thought Double Dash was what we were getting with Mario Kart on Switch, mm. but it turns out they gave us the Double Dash UI, but they didn't give us the actual functionality of Double Dash. <laughs> I could Double Dash a lot in the last five minutes. Yeah. Um, so next up is the one that we were all hoping for and happy about it as well as the Animal Crossing um, coffee shop yes. with Brewster, which is great. That they they didn't announce it; they just announced that it's being announced, which is stupid. Um, but it's, yes, it's airing a in October. Brewster. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're showing us in a couple of weeks time. So there's going to be a lot of stuff in October for Nintendo. Yeah, mainly they... because I think they're a little bit behind on their um, roadmaps. Yeah, because they, they and they yeah. announced um, the um, final Smash character is going to get revealed in October as well, right? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that next. In fact, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and the next Smash character is coming up in a few weeks. What do, what do we think? Like, what's our final thoughts on the next Smash character? <sighs> Animal Crossing, fine, great. Good at, news. at this point, I just don't just don't know. I, d- I have no idea who the final Smash character could be, but um, I don't think there's, it's Master there's... Chief. Not Master Chief. Really? Not Master Chief. I don't. How do you Chief. not think it's Master Chief? Come on, now think, think about it. Think about think about it. Why is it not Master Chief? Because I'm going to tell you why it is Master. Look, Chief. we've had so many different <laughs> theories of Game Pass on Switch, right? I don't... we have. I don't, uh, or like all the my, like Microsoft Nintendo crossover stuff. I don't think it is Master Chief. I think we're done now. It's over. No, because Minecraft is in there. No. Yeah, no, but that's it. That's what I mean. Steve is in there. We're done now. We don't need any more. That Microsoft are like, that's it. There's nothing left. What's the big game in October? The only big game in October that's coming out. What Halo Infinite? It's Halo Infinite. Yeah, like, but it's, it's not. Be... It, he's no, but but Nintendo has no interest in that, right? Because it's not Halo Infinite's not on Switch. So the next announcement was. Uh... <laughs> oh, what the next announcement is what? <laughs> I can't see actually. Two games, one game update, and a whole lot of fun. I don't know what that means. Oh, Mario Golf updates. Never mind. Okay, uh, yeah, but whatever. yeah, so t- talking about Smash, um, I think it's going to be Master Chief, but I understand that you disagree. Um, I would just be interested to hear like what you think it's going to be if it's not Master Chief, because I can't think of many other characters that exist other than Lara Croft and Crash Bandicoot. I think it will be a Nintendo character. or it will A be new one or an existing one? It will be an existing Nintendo character, or... Waluigi? Yeah, yeah, I ge- yeah, genuinely, genuinely, there's a high chance it could be Waluigi, for the memes. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, Knowing Sakurai and knowing that this is his legacy that he's about to put he, to bed. He is the only... I feel like he's like the yeah. only main like f- fucking character left. Right? That's it. I guess he is an yeah, assist trophy. He, he is an assist trophy, though. He but, is. Uh, so I mean, maybe it, no. it could be something really stupid, though. Like one of the characters from Origami King. Yeah. 
I, it I, probably won't be, but I. Or it's gonna be. It could be like one of the champions from Breath of the Wild, or like something for Breath of the Wild too. You know. It could actually be one of the unrevealed characters from Breath of the Wild 2 as a way of announcing Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, it yeah. depends on how they're going to do it. I don't yeah, know. You're right. I, I can't tell for sure. I think I'm it's... In, I'm, in, I'm in Master Chief's court. I'm but... either, I am like, it's either going to be something from Nintendo as the final send-off to this version of Smash, or it's going to be something like Sora. It's like some kind of like big fan favourite. Right, so like Sora from yeah, I don't uh, think Kingdom it's gonna Hearts. be Sora though. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think Kingdom Hearts has unfortunately um, faded into obscurity a little bit. Uh, the but... leak from Nvidia is to be believed because Kingdom Hearts Four was in that leak. Ah, oh, well, there you go. So maybe <laughs> and Nvidia have already confirmed the leak is legitimate. It could be Sora. So yeah, like, I don't, I don't know who. Yeah, I don't know if there's any other. Bi- I mean, sure, look, there's tons of characters that could be in Smash, but like, in terms of like who is up there in the in the lists. But yeah, I think it's going to be a Nintendo character, or it's going to be Sora, or something like that. Yeah, well, that's fair. Well, we'll get there in a couple of weeks' time when they get announced. Oh, yeah, I think I think it's literally October fifth, so it'd be really. Oh, so next week. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Do not. Have um, all right, cool. So next up was Dying Light one and two. So Dying Light is being launched on Switch, and Dying Light two is being launched as a cloud version on Switch. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, fine. Don't really care. I'm not paying cloud games on Switch. Yeah. I've got better systems I to will do that. Buy Dying Light two on a computer. On a computer that can run it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably on my Xbox uh, Series X, which is on its way. Yeah. Um, is it Series X? XS? I don't know what I bought. Some Series rectangle. X, yeah. Yeah, that thing. It's um, you bought the XX. Yeah, the, the big the big rectangle. Yeah. The big, the big power boy. thing. Yeah. Sort of bought, X, yeah. The Xbox X. Yeah, the thing that weighs about 40 kilos. Yeah. yeah. Um, then next up was Triangle Strategy, which looks like it's now kept the name Triangle Strategy, which is what Wait, they did with Optic Traveler as well. Why do they keep the name Project Triangle Strategy? <laughs> Well, they kept that is so such Project, a shit name. Project Octopath was the project name of that game. They, they they kept saying it was Project Octopath, and then they launched it as Octopath Traveler. Okay, I mean now that, now it's just called Triangle Strategy. This Triangle Strategy is such a shit name. Like, I don't what? care. This game looks disgustingly good. It's like, such a bad name. It what, is. I agree. What, like what? I guess it stands it still looks out. Sick, though. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It looks sick. Like, they can call it whatever they want. The game looks amazing. God. Can't wait for this to come out. 2.5D... Um, uh, not 2.5D. Isometric uh, Final Fantasy Tactics-style games. Throw them at me. Give me them. Yeah, Give yeah. me them all. I'm, not like, I, I'm hoping they do a Fire Emblem collection on Switch, because while I've got them on my 3DS emulator, it's a bit of a pain to play them on that. I'd rather play them on like a more yeah, supported format. Uh, next all up right. was Metroid Dread, which is coming out in a few weeks. Yep. I know there's looks amazing. excited for that. Yeah, it looks amazing. Like I'm, I'm not going to get it day one. I will definitely get it though. Like it's, it's on my list. Mm. Uh, Disco Elysium Final Cut on Switch. Perfect game. Oh. I can't fault that. Have you played it? Uh, I, it's on my list. I have Disco. Elysium. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, playing it portably. Yeah. Cool. Like it's, it's uh, to me, it's like reading a book. Yeah, yeah. Having that on the train is brilliant. That's like, what I mean. So... Yeah, that sounds like a really good way to play Disco Elysium. So, it's a great yeah. game. Like, it's, yeah. it's, the it's writing really is very phenomenal. It's, it's like phenomenal. Oh. Yeah. And the difference is with the Final Cut version is all the characters are voiced. Yeah. Um, everything's voiced, like, and it's a it's a much cleaner progression system. Honestly, that I might actually buy because I've been pl- meaning to go back and play Disco Elysium, but I think now it's hearing that it. it's going to be on Switch, yeah, I feel like that is the the perfect environment for me to experience that game. Well, if you've got Disco Elysium on Steam, mm. it upgrades automatically to the Final Cut version. Yeah, so I've got the Final Cut on Steam, but it's just more like, yeah. unless I get a Steam Deck, the convenience. I doubt I'm going to, like, when I'm at home, when I'm at, this is, Disco Elysium is one of those games where it's like, 
if I'm at home, like I'm more likely to play a different game than like Disco same. Elysium. Like same, same, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. But it fits um, into the Switch quite well. So it does. Um so then next up was uh the Castlevania collection. Kinda yep. cool. That's neat. Don't really care myself, but kinda cool. Uh, then there was Act Razor uh, being remastered in HD, which is a game I played when I was much younger. Um, it sort of looks like a Lundra, but a 2.5D again. Um, not really much to say about it. It just looked nice. Mm. Like this looked cool. I uh, don't know if you've got anything to say about that. No, no nothing. <laughs> got nothing. Uh, it, it looks cool. Like it's going to be interesting. I think people are going to enjoy it. It's got like an anime manga feel to it, um, but it's a side-scrolling like platformy kind of game. A bit like Castlevania, actually. It's not too far away from that. Yeah. Uh, and there was something called Delta Room, which no one cares about because he's heard of Delta Room. Yeah, what the what fuck is, is that game? Yeah. It's not like it's like a really, really good game that you can download free and play. One of the most impactful game yeah. series of all time. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, you know, in the zeitgeist. Man, that game is so good. But Yeah, I mean, for for listener context, uh, Delta Room is the follow-on to Undertale. Not, I don't think it's a direct follow-on, is it? It is not, but I feel like you should play Undertale. If you haven't played Undertale, there you, there is okay. so much in Delta Rune that will not land. Like, yeah. it is very much like, it is like set in a parallel universe to to Undertale, but it references so many things in Undertale, like, sort of like tangentially, which makes things impact like way more impactful. So, yeah. I would say that that's cool. So that's on its way. It's yeah. free as well. Yes, um, which is weird, but Download, okay. Good on Go Play. Talks. Do it. Do it. Yep. Play it. Yep. No excuse. And then um, it said a slew of games racing to Nintendo Switch, which was this like sizzle reel of random like lesser known games, but that included things like Wreckfest and Pac-Man and a few other things. Uh, which is fine. Like, I didn't. I mean, this is just more stuff to load into the back end of the Switch that no one's going to notice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a Nintendo Direct. So we've actually gone way over time with just the Nintendo Direct. Yes. Um, so I reckon we could probably jump on very quickly to the Mario movie casting, which yes. everyone's really fine with. Everyone's okay with it, aren't they? Like, people are really <laughs> <happy> with that. <laughs> I mean, it broke the internet, but like, I think you know what? I'm like, cool, man. After the Sonic film, you know, with uh, I forgot what the name of the guy who voiced Sonic was he, he's John Ralphio in uh, Parks yeah, and Rec I know what you mean, I know what you mean. yeah you know like you know like yeah. that was fine so I think because it's literally well, just voice talent I think it would be okay <laughs> we're but. in a world where Ryan Reynolds has voiced Pikachu yes um, and let's not forget while Sonic the Hedgehog was, was a good movie it was passable it wasn't a great movie it was just fine yeah that's the, that's the, the bar. Like, is is it just needs to be all right? That's what I mean. So as, as as long as the Mario movie is okay, I don't. I mean, I don't care anyway because it's not for me. Like, it's not aimed at me. It's aimed at like ten year olds yeah, or exactly, five year olds right. or whatever. Exactly. And it's going to be animated as well, so even lower. And and the 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 icing on this cake. It's made by the people that made Minions. <laughs> so I'm so not into this. Oh god. <laughs> I fucking hate minions. Oh, it's uh, it's Illumination. I yeah, think Illumination. Videos, yeah. And I I fucking hate the minions like like with a passion. They they represent everything that is wrong in this world. You don't want like, banana? Oh, I hate the things. Like everything about them is wrong. Banana? Like it's 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 catchphrases and simple merchandise and simple stupid. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna get angry. Yeah. Like, I don't like the minions. And All my right. old colleagues worked that out. So they used to cover my desk in minions when I came into work in the morning. I'm like, you bastards. That sounds great. Um, it's not great, not for me. I hated them. Please send, um, uh, please tweet Clark uh, minions. So there's another part of this as well. <laughs> is is um, so obviously Chris Pratt is voicing Mario, which is just I don't know why we're in this world, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Chris Pratt took a load of abuse on Twitter and uh, social media. I'm, I'm sure he was really upset about it while he was sitting in his giant California swimming pool and you know mm -hmm. drinking mojitos or whatever. Um, he got a lot of attacks because people were like, what the hell is this? And people were saying that the, the best thing, like, another voice actor stolen from an Italian actor. And I'm like, Charles Martinet's been voicing at Mario for over 30 years and he's American. Yes. <laughs> yes. No one seems to be pointing this out. And no. I'm just like, just like, come on, man. I mean, I get it. Like, we should be giving um, natives the opportunity to voice their accents and stuff in movies. Like, that's absolutely understandable. But yeah. Mario has never been voiced by an Italian person. It's always been voiced by an American. Also, isn't Mario, like, canonically from Brooklyn? It's from Brooklyn. <laughs> so, yeah. Whatever. But there was that. And then there was also the other part as well. Um, uh, the voice of Toad. Oh, <laughs> Did God. you see who that was? I forget who it, who was. Was it? Uh, let me just check the name. I'm going to forget his name if I don't check. Uh, I didn't know Fiona Shaw was in the original. Um, it was so Charlie Day was Luigi, which is brilliant. Yes, that's that. Uh, I think that's a good yeah. casting. And and Jack Black as Bowser, perfect. Yes, also uh, the, the Princess Peach cast. I'm not sure because it's the it's, it's the woman Anya from Taylor Joy, right? Is that yeah, from Queen's Gambit. So I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I haven't really had an interaction with her, so I don't know. But I'm sure she'll be fine. She was good in, um, in Queen's Gambit, so. Seth Rogen as Donkey Bong, uh, Donkey Kong. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah, that was that was intended. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say. it was it was Keegan Michael Kay as Toad. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, that's who I thought. I I remember seeing his name. I was like, is he Toad? Uh, I think you know what. Sure, <laughs> I would love to see just... Keegan Michael Kay destroy his his diaphragm. Oh, and yeah. there's also Fred Armisen as uh, Cranky Kong as well, which I thought was kind of cool. Wait, Cranky Kong is he... going to be in the film? Do you know who Fred Armisen is? Who is... He's the straight-to-jail guy. From, oh, my you know, God. The, that gif, he's that, that guy. From, he's Seth Rogen and Fred Armisen as yeah. the Kongs. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, as far as I'm concerned, that movie's going to come out, and I'm not going to give a shit about it. So, fine. Yeah. It can go oh, and so do whatever Also, why is Spike in the film? What? Why not? Why, like, why Spike? You can imagine they sat down to writing. There's actually not that many characters in the Mushroom Kingdom. I mean, there's no, there's what Bowser Junior. Why Spike? I mean, there's Bowser Junior. There's the um, the Cooperlings, yeah. or whatever they're called. There's, the, there's you know, the... so many characters, but just well, why well, Spike? One of the Cooperlings. You've got Wendy, and people are insisting that she might be transgender. I, I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, I, and then I there's also Birdo that has the transgender thing as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess they probably didn't want to. Um, kind of open that box a little I bit. Just... They might not want to stay away from those things, so they probably didn't go too far into that direction. But we've not seen anything about the Mario movie yet, and I hope there is a lot of inclusivity in it. I really do. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I don't give a shit about this movie. <laughs> I just yeah, don't care. True, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's interesting. Of course, uh, I will I, go watch it. You know, I will... I'm going to go and see it, but I'm, I can't imagine I'm going to be rushing to the cinema to go and see it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... Yeah. Why is it... <laughs> I just fucking hate that Spike. I, I mean, you know what? Whatever. Sure. They need a derpy it's looking fine. character. I guess. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. And then, yeah. um, so the last point for this week, and we'll go through it really quickly because yes. we are way over time. We've been talking for like nearly two hours, I think. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, ABK have been sued again for labor violations. This time, Bobby Kotick is involved. Uh, he's been he's been subpoenaed. Um, it looks like they're in a whole new mess of crap, and I I haven't got the time to go through it. And I'm not going to. Um, it just looks like that company is about to get evaporated. Uh, if I'm to give yeah. my predictions on this one, I I would think if Activision know what they're doing, they would erase the Blizzard uh, name and keep keep the IPs and franchises. 
erase the blizzard name because it's too damaged. It's it's too broken now. I don't. Um, I think they can come back from it, but I, I think, really don't. I think I, the so I I need to actually look at what the actual like labor violation stuff is, but like. I think uh, I look, think I can't comment on it because I, I haven't really looked into it too deep. No, 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 that's fine. But like, I'm just saying that. Neither, I mean, neither have I. I think Blizzard can come back, and but it's going to take a while. It's going to take a lot, a lot of like restructuring and people being like, "Look, we are a different Blizzard. We are like, you know, we are like the people who the bad actors are gone now. Like, you know, like we are rebranding. We are like coming back, and then like, you know, like." Because I still feel like they have a lot of brand appeal, but it's kind of it would have to be like a rising from the ashes kind Very of. Little talent has remained. There's I know, there's, right? But I feel there's like there's no one left leading that company. I know, but this is what I mean. Like there's there's now a spot for people to, you know, fill it, and it's going to take a while. But I definitely could see in the future that it's like a you know a company that's like rising from the ashes kind of thing. Like you know, kind of like the Blizzard 2.0. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they have such beloved franchises that like aren't going anywhere let's be real i mean knowing the full history of the company and being there for most of it that they've had multiple times where they've had to kind of reinvent themselves yeah and i i think they've they've done too much damage mm. like I, I don't think people are, are willing to kind of get back on board with them anymore yeah. like people are already talking about overwatch 2 like they don't care about it it's probably going to sell um people are talking about diablo remastered or diablo 2 remastered sorry which came out yeah. last week um it got hit with massive amounts of problems on launch like the servers were all down uh, it's very difficult to get online um, and now people are playing it and they're just like, you know what, this is still a bad game. <laughs> like, it is a good remaster, but unfortunately Diablo was not a great game. It, I mean, it, it was impactful at the time, but it has not it's aged not well. Aged like, Diablo, all, yeah. well. Diablo 3 fixed all the mechanics that are now present in Diablo 2. Yeah. And people are now playing it and going, oh, this was actually not fun. Like, this is grindy and not really interesting and, and too much RNG and it's not respecting my time at all. Yeah. And that's not what games are now. Like, games are... Like, we were talking about earlier with the ability to use save states and stuff. Like, it's now about not having to repeat yourself. Yeah. And it's the big problem I had with Origami King is it was just going, haha, fuck you, go and repeat all these cutscenes again. Like, oh, no one wants to watch cutscenes. Like, if, let alone more than once. Yeah. That's something that I think is going to be a thing in the future of gaming is I don't think we're going to see cutscenes for much longer. They're going to get integrated more into the evolution of the game itself. So, like, I've always thought of the idea of if ever I was to build an MMO, um, all the quests would be voiced. It would be hell to build that, but all the quests would be voiced. And you wouldn't go to an NPC and pick up the quest and read a bit of text and then go and do it. You, you would get given a quest, which is then read to you while you're doing the quest. Mm. So, like, if the quest is go and collect 10 apples... The, the NPC, sorry, the voice will be telling you, like, while I was collecting the apples, I realized that these needed to be given to this person because of this, and then because yeah, of yeah, this yeah. was happening. Because you're doing the action while being told the story. So wait, what is this that, for? For the imaginary game that doesn't exist that I would make in an MMO. Right, like, okay, yeah. Because I, I don't think anyone reads the text in games like World of Warcraft. No, they don't. They don't. No one does. Like, it's, and just... it's written like it's, it's by teams of people that then localize it, and it's the amount of effort that's put into that why don't they just do voices and make it so that it's part of the game rather than the thing that you have to stop and read and then keep stopping and starting? I think it's just the cost for that level of content is like yeah. so high. But, I mean, like we're kind of going off track here a little bit, but like um, in the future that will be a thing because there are like... Um, it, but However, it will not be written by a human. It will be generated by AI. 
There you go. That's exactly where I was going with it. It's going to be um, not Microsoft Sam, but the evolution of Microsoft Sam. Yeah, I mean, it's getting really good. We're getting kind of close, to be honest. Like, yeah, well, listen, listen to the the thing that I can't name because she'll activate, but that thing that lives in my house. Yeah, yeah. The that device. Yeah, but like, her... but um... sorry, excuse me. Her 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 automated voice is human. Yeah. But like they're getting like more emotion and stuff in them, and also more fluidity. Yep. But the yep. other thing, the other thing that's the actual important part is the text generation, like generating what the people are going to say, is like the important part, and that's getting really good. Like GPT three is the name of the algorithm that is like it's used to basically like um, using machine learning to basically like you give it a prompt and it will generate something based on that prompt, and it's getting really really fucking good. So like people are basically trialing it for games i think in like small like tech demos kind of thing of like they will give add like narrative to stories like give you context and narrative to like automatically generated quests and stuff like that to make them more interesting and fulfilling so yeah like that's definitely a thing that's going to be an interesting future for gaming because um if if, sorry if i can sidetrack one more time oh yeah go ahead If if i can go back about eight years maybe seven or eight years i remember we started to talk with google this is when i was at blizzard mm. we started to, and this was public knowledge by the way this isn't private yeah um we started to talk to google about their deep mind tech yes and they actually asked if they could use starcraft's um pro games oh to yeah yeah learn machine learning and and they took hundreds of thousands of hours of starcraft games to help them improve their machine learning at deep mind yeah yeah that's and cool that that's a really like, cool it's uh, amazing yeah. use of it. And, and to go even further back, if you remember, there was a very famous thing in World of Warcraft where there was this virus that spread around the game. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. The that plague. was used to help viral... Yeah, the plague, the... Uh, it was not zombies, it was the trolls, the... The, um, the Hakkar plague. It was yes. Hakkar. The, yeah, the boss yeah. Hakkar. I mean, I was a game master for that, and I, I remember being like, holy fuck, the world's falling apart. Yeah. Um, we actually had virologists use that to study the spread and and flow of viruses in unusual environments. Yeah, and it gave people like years more of study, uh, like it advanced people years forward in their studies because we had this environment where we could show people how a virus spreads. Yeah, I mean it's like, great. Actually showed it like it was like here you go, that's how a virus works. Yeah, it's fa- it's fascinating, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's it's been really cool to be... So that's one thing that I think people have... I'm not trying to make people support Blizzard because the company's burning. Um, but these are things that I think came out of that company that people are forgetting. Like These these are moments where we were like, well, actually, we did have a really positive impact on this part of the world. Mm. Like, it was kind of cool to be part of that, but that's me being nostalgic and going back. And that is also everything we've got to talk about this week, unless you've got any other points. No, <laughs> no, no. no. We can, I, know, I, know, I know we are, we are, we've hit an hour 20. So a long episode. Fine. It's going to be me listening. So hi to me. Uh, hi, hi, Clark. Because uh, I'm going to be listening to this while I go out on one of my walks next week. Because I, occasionally I do like to listen to the podcast because it gives me a bit of calm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. if you've got anything else, Ollie, uh, this has been episode 48 of the Sunfire Tavern, uh, Wait, which is a game. Uh, ga- no, hang on. I'm not talking properly here. It's our podcast for gamers and geeks where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, uh, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics this week, which were, we discussed the Nintendo Direct, we went over the NVIDIA leak in very brief detail, we kind of mentioned it in one sentence, uh, the Mario movie casting, uh, ABK sued again for labor violations, and we also went off track four hours and talked about all kinds of random stuff including how overwatch 2 is improving mm. um if you want to follow us on twitter and instagram you can do so at sunfire tavern uh, just at sunfire tavern and listen to us on soundcloud itunes spotify and google Podcasts. it's also possible you'll spot us out there on other podcast platforms which we're starting to pop up on now as well and if you want to drop us an email with your questions please do so through sunfire tavern at gmail.com ollie anything else before we sign out for the week play delta rune 
and play, play the card game. Play oh, play the card game and play yeah. Blast Cores. It's called Art of Voice Cards. No, wait, vo- something that is. <laughs> It's not called Art, that. Art of voice, voice card. The voice of cards. Voice of cards. Dragon Isle roars or something. Yeah, the Dragon, Dragon Isle. Wait, wait. Uh, voice of cards. The Isle Dragon roars. There you go. <laughs> and yeah, go pl- go play Blast Corpse as well if you can. Oh yeah, I'm gonna play that. I'm, I'm gonna do I'm, that I'm, after I'm this. I'm actually gonna play a little bit tonight. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play some fucking um, Blast Corpse, dude. But yeah, but thank you everyone for right. listening. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess have a good week, everyone. Yeah. Bye-bye. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.